Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. Hey everybody, I'm Michael. <laughs> and I'm Andrew. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. We had a um, an audio and a video sync delay there where Michael was talking, but his mouth wasn't moving at all, and I think it threw me and John both off, <laughs> just completely. Yeah, it it wasn't even like a a Japanese movie or whatever. It was just. <laughs> You just weren't even moving, you, so your video just froze up there for a second, Michael. Well, my, my screen just had the Toy Rewind logo up there, and it was that was it. I mean, and then finally the, the cameras came on, and I, I started talking. So. <laughs> it's like... Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, welcome, everybody, to episode 55 of the Toy Rewind podcast. So we're the Brothers Newland. We're going to talk today about some fun toys um i don't really know exactly where they're where they're all from we're gonna figure all that out but we're gonna talk about the shogun warriors um today these things are pretty cool i I think they're pretty cool they look pretty cool so um hopefully maybe john michael will agree with me i don't know but before we get into that uh what what do you what's what's new with you guys this week anything no no same old same old nothing i've been on vacation all week doing nothing michael's been on vacation yeah, you gotta look um, like me and Andrew. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> I thought earlier. So when I asked you, Michael, when the last time you shaved was, I thought you were gonna be like, "Well, I shaved yesterday," <laughs> you know. But it's been now, like, was, been a week over a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. Wow. And yeah, that that was my thought too, John. <laughs> <laughs> like you shave so often, I would think that your hair would. Your facial hair would grow a little faster. No. But that's okay. <clears throat> you know. You got a little bit of a, a goatee, five o'clock go five o'clock goatee there. Yeah. yeah. Something. Yeah. A week later. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Um, also, let's see. Michael, you you were gonna go see Shang Chi, but you have not seen it, right? Not yet, no. Okay. And I know John's been super busy at the restaurant, hasn't had a chance to go see it. Yep. So um you guys I don't know when you're going to get to see it, John, but we got to have a conversation about this. It's, I, it's, it's a good. I did go Saturday. When it comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Saturday, um, Michael. So Saturday, I did go to the Arlington uh, diecast show. Um, it's more diecast at, at that show than in the others in, in the DFW area, but uh, I, I ended up spending a little, a little too much money, but. That found happened. some good stuff. Yeah, I didn't go anywhere, and I spent a little too much money this week. I went, I went as a a, a shopper instead of a seller. So yeah. So you didn't have anything to make up that money, and and that was you said it was the Arlington Diecast show, yeah. which was the week after the the North Dal or North Texas Toy Show. Yeah, is, is the, the I think it's the North Dallas. I think North, it's North Dallas is North what Dallas. it's called. Yeah. North Dallas Toy Show. Um, that's the big one, and then. Uh, and then there's the the dusty attic show too. That, right. You know, yeah. We talk about all the time, but um, I see. I thought you were going to the the toy show 
um, because I'd seen that it was, uh, I'd see some postings about it. And then you told me you were on the diecast show, which I thought it was this weekend. And then when I, uh, I got to looking at, see what weekend it was, uh, it's because the da- North Dallas show is on the first Saturday and yeah. then the Arlington show is second Saturday. So I'm, I missed it by a week, but yeah, but yeah, I got to the, uh, diecast show and found some good stuff and filled in some holes in some of my sets and stuff like that. So. It's probably a good thing it wasn't the toy show because then you probably just spent more money and me and John would have been sending you some money. <laughs> yeah, because because actually I was looking for a few pops too and and, and yeah. they don't they didn't have any. If they did, I didn't see any pops at this. At most of this, like I said, it was it's about ninety five percent diecast at this show. So. Well, um, the talking other about two pops, toys. Talking about pops, I actually went hunting. Saturday for the first time in I don't know since me and you went and met with Joey that day uh-huh. um, which was the first time I'd been hunting in years um, trying to find a Batman uh, the Dia de los Mirtos Batman oh, yeah. at Hot Topic so I was trying yeah. to find it but our Hot Topic didn't get any or they were hiding them all in the back I don't really know um, which is what hide them. I think they were uh, but that's what made me find out that they are moving locations back to the mall. That's so they so moved that they're moving. Yeah. They moved the way they moved back. They moved out of the mall, like what, five years ago, something like that. I don't know. Whenever they opened three or no, it's like three or four, years three, ago. three or four years ago, they moved to the outdoor mall, which is down the street. And then now they're moving back into the mall because they probably aren't getting as much traffic as they were getting at the mall. Right. Which no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to help. So they're moving they're not even going to their a place where they were originally at, even though that place has just been repainted. Like it looks like a hot topic when you see it. Yeah. It's just white instead of black. So what, isn't there a store there or did they shut down? Where? Uh, oh yeah. No, location? no, there's a store. They're going a to store, a different right? spot. They're going to yeah. a different spot in the mall, which is going to be weird to go to the mall and go to a hot topic and it being a different spot. Yeah. We went to that entertain entertainment store there at the mall uh was that friday i think it was and i picked up um no i didn't i I, we we picked up a few things randy picked up uh i picked up some dice that's what i picked up some goonie dice oh that's where you got those yeah that's where i got those and randy picked up a couple of uh dr strange pops uh i think uh the uh zombie one or something like that or or the mech one. I can't remember which one she picked up. I go back there and look at their used used collections. So. Yeah, yeah. And then and then we ended up hitting uh, uh, the uh, game GameStop there, and I picked up the just the new Zack Snyder Justice League Superman, uh, the Decide, and then I wanted Dark Side, but I couldn't find them. But I found the one where he's sitting on the throne on his yeah. throne. So those are the three I picked up this past week. That Superman is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Out of all the Supermans, that one, I don't know, the dark, the black suit, I don't know, it's really cool. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up with um, the mayor from Hot Topic. No, sorry, the mayor, well, not the mayor from Hot Topic. I got it from Hot Topic, but it's the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas. That's the words I'm trying to think of. Oh. Um, and I found <laughs> they had a whole bunch of the regular ones, and they had two chase ones. So that's where his face is flipped. Hmm. 
I only got one of the chases and I got a regular. I left the other chase and I always hurt my, like hate myself when I do that because I got home and looked at its worth and I'm like, man, I could have used that extra one to trade for something. For a trade, yeah. Yeah, I should have gotten it. Um, yeah, I've got a, I've got a mayor too. He's uh, Mayor McCheese back there. Yeah, it's a different mayor. Yeah. <laughs> quite, a, quite a different mayor. So, Mayor McCheese. Um, yeah. So, John, did you get anything new this week? I don't know. I was trying I to think about anything this week. Stuff. I kind of, I've been so busy. I haven't had a chance to really even look at new stuff. Yeah, I've been trying to find you stuff to to add to your collection back there. Not that you need it, or not that any of us need it, but right. I've been, hey, what I've been was that? I sent you that picture of that uh, Beetlejuice. What was that one again that I saw? That was hold on. It was a cool little figure. Something different. Um, no, I actually like that. It was different. It had the little. It's kid robot. It. Yeah, kid robot. Okay. Yeah, but but it's uh, what is the name of the figure? Uh, I had it pulled up. Let's see here, that was the Beetlejuice, and it was the punny, punny, yeah, or funny, B H U N N Y, bunny, bunny, bunny. And what this one is is it's got the vinyl figure, and then it has a keychain with it that has their hand or paw or something kind of like a like a rabbit's foot yeah, like a lucky rabbit's foot so, yeah. yeah i thought it was, was pretty cool i almost ordered the the donatello one but then i realized that i'm gonna want all of them and they don't have all of them and it's gonna yeah, look yeah yeah so it's not one that i could i think i could add to my collection at this point but the beetlejuice i can add to mine so i'm gonna look for it but i want to look for it before yeah, I saw that one. It was at Target in Mansfield. Yeah. So, so maybe we'll check, keep an eye on this Target here in Tyler. Yeah, I want to see if I can find it before I order it. Yeah. But I think it would be a cool little collection to these. Back yeah. Here. If you happen to see one of those turtles, let me know. Um, but, um, sorry, I'm getting distracted. I'm I'm going to lose my fantasy football game this week that I'm trying to beat my boss. <laughs> um, more than likely, Matt might listen to this. And Matt, I'm doing everything I can to get my guy into the to get this touchdown so I can win, but who knows? He needs a lucky rabbit foot. He does. So, all right. We do have a fun question this week to chat about. And so what I thought is we'll drop the question now and then, Oh wait, John, you need time to think. Do you know what your, do you know your answer, John? Uh, Oh, Michael uh, figured out what his was. I, I, I figured one out to answer. I mean, yeah, I have one. I mean, it's obvious, but okay, okay. So <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and run through our socials. Where everybody can find us, John. All right. So where to find us? Check out our website, uh, toyrewindpodcast.com, or you can check us up on cross the med- cross the stream media.com. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, look us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. It's all Toy Rewind Pod. And for Facebook and YouTube, uh, it's Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, we stream our Toy Box showcases when we do them uh, to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We should be doing one here soon with some stuff that we got. Uh, and then our uh, check out our podcast, Bingo, while you're listening to us to play a little game. And uh, let us know if you bingo. I've heard several squares here lately, just in the last... 11 minutes of this podcast already. <laughs> um, so it's podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. Uh, and then 
Uh, we just actually did one, but our collector showcases, you know, with yep. the Geek Together channel on Twitch, we do those and uh, check them out. Yeah, check them out. You can you can see all the previous ones over on our YouTube. Um, but be sure you're following uh, us. Follow Geek Together. That's when we drop those, um, or where we drop those. So, uh, so yeah, check them out. We do have one that's in the works, trying to get it scheduled. Hopefully, we will have that scheduled. I think that's going to be a pretty big one. A lot of people are going to enjoy it. Like so. John said, we've got a, a a toy box showcase coming up too because we've got these little blind bags that we need to get opened up. And all three of us have ours now. Yeah. So all three of us have them. <laughs> yeah, they just got to open them. So yeah, I know what's Hold in them. All up. What's the front picture on all yours? Oh, they're all different. Okay, that's cool. Oh no, wait, no, 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 John, look, John, yours is backwards. Oh, there you go. Is it, okay. is, yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Um, so maybe maybe that'll already be done by the time people can hear this but that is coming we do have these we got them at target it's a pop culture blind bag they're purple they look pretty they look pretty cool so maybe we'll get that done soon so ah all right um before i get too distracted um here's our question um our fun for all question if you could remake any movie what movie would you remake and why so it was basically just any movie so, uh, yeah, what are you, uh, what are you guys remaking? Um, I got a movie that it just popped in my head. Uh, it's a movie me and my wife went and saw. Me and Randy went and saw it back in when we were dating. Uh, it came out. What was it? Ninety six, ninety five, ninety six, somewhere around there. And she, she really hated it. She slept through the whole thing. So I'd like to remake it where maybe she would like it a little better i guess and we would both enjoy it uh i'm talking about uh judge dread it's she's it's, she's probably dreading me saying that but probably it's funny because you said oh i got one because i got one that i know rainy will like maybe i can make it to where rainy will watch it and i was like judge dread it was Judge dread she hates that movie uh because because she just doesn't hold her interest so yeah. You know, is that I, one, I, that's the one with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it's got right? Sylvester okay. Stallone in it, and yeah, I'll make sure I was getting the right one in my head. Um, yeah, that's it. Didn't so. they remake it though, Michael? I think they did, or they're going to, or something. Yeah. I think they already yeah, did yeah. remake it, but I they remade remake. it. They remade it in 2012 with Kyle or, or with Carl Urban. Was it Carl Urban in that one? Okay. Yeah. I didn't you watch that one. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you should watch that. Maybe your wish has already come true. Uh, I doubt nah. it. Not unless, not unless so. he's got his machine guns from Thor with Aikman and was it Troy and what was his, what was the name? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Troy and then it's, uh, it starts with a D. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I it was, it was I just saw, I just saw It was that Dallas one. Cowboy. Names right. from the from the uh, eighty from the nineties. So, right. <laughs> um, yeah, Des and Troy. Des right. and Troy. Yeah. That's Des it. and Troy. It's like I knew it started with yeah. the D. I just saw yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, I had to look that up. So, um, or one right. Troy. Troy's from the nineties, and then Des, it was, I guess it's Des Bryant from from not too long ago. So yeah, yeah, not too long ago. So, all right, John, what movie are you remaking? Little Shop of Horrors. Why? Why would, would you, why would why, you, remake why would you even? I want to see what you do words. now. Mine, mine I would be movie. to remake it to make it better. But why would you remake that? That's a good good movie. But I know it's a good movie, but it, it needs something that would pull in the generation now to watch it because there's so many people that don't watch it. You know, it's kind of like 
Rocky. No, uh, yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Yeah, you got to have something that, like we all know, I love those shows. You know, I could have said Beetlejuice too, but it's such a good movie for to me. But I think they need to extend it and do more. But you know, Little Shop of Horrors. I, I would like to see what they do, but it would probably become more of a uh, even more gruesome now. <laughs> Um, it would show so much more, and yeah, it'd so. be blood and guts everywhere. I could, I can say, I do, I love that movie. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, and oh, I, I love it too. I like Rick Moranis. He's, he's good. Yeah, that's anything he does. Rick Moranis hopefully coming back for Ghostbusters. Hopefully, there's a, there's something happening there. I know he's coming back for the Shrunk uh, Disney. I think it's a Disney Plus series. I think so. Okay. Yeah, which which is Honey I Shrunk the Kids. So. Um, that'll be nice to have him back. So mine, mine is two movies that I want to redo. Of course. <laughs> and it's, it's Batman forever and Batman and Robin. But the reason I want to redo them, I want to appease Tim Burton and make him re like him carry on his Batman and Batman returns mm -hmm. into these and see what they could have been along yeah, so with, along with making sure Michael Keaton stays and continues yeah. the whole thing. So we end up with a nice four movie arc um, instead of like, like we did with our, I guess it's three movies, but like we get with the dark Knight, you actually get to see the whole thing yeah, and, and see how it could have been. So yeah, that would have been completely different. Uh, if yeah. Michael Keaton and all them were, were in those other two movies. Continuation, now, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I will watch those movies. I like those movies. They're Batman movies. They are fun to watch. I just I don't like them as much as the other ones. And I wanted to. I would like to see what what he would do, like where he could have taken it. And maybe we wouldn't ended up with a third one. Maybe we would have gotten um, who was actually originally cast as Robin. Um, he's a Wayans brother. Marlon. Um, he's Marlon. I don't remember which one it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was one of the ways, but like maybe that would have just been, I don't know, fun to see. So, um, this also may be because right before this, I was watching, um, Edward Scissorhands with Briny. So maybe that's why I want to see it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Um, also I did want to just mention, cause I was just texting with my boss, Matt, about, um, the fact that he got a drop a mention in the podcast because he's going to end up beating me for the week. And uh, he just mentioned that he had a Shogun Warrior. Um, oh, cool! So wow. I, I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna be like Matt. I need I want to see. Do you have any old pictures? <laughs> I want to see an old picture. Like it would be great to see. So, yep. um, all right. Uh, let's. Uh, I think that's it. Is that everything? At the beginning, I think yeah. so. I, feel, I don't know why it feels like it's been so long since we've done this. I know we missed a week. But even on top of that, like every week, I always feel like we've there's something like it's been so long. So, but we didn't technically technically miss a week, but we didn't do a sh an episode last we, week. We just right. did the we the, did the live. We did the live the live show last week yeah. with with Robbie. So yeah, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So if you if you haven't mm -hmm. seen that, go watch that because Robbie's just he's he's great. So all right, well, Michael, Professor, are you ready? I guess so. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's rewind and get into it. Sorry, you gotta re <laughs> remember. There we go. <laughs> all right, so, all right, so we're gonna go back to 1977, 
Uh, Mattel released a line of warrior robots that they imported from from uh, Japan from Bandai. Uh, they they licensed them from from Bandai, and then they're based on these these uh, warrior robots are based on several anime and tokusatsu shows uh, that featured uh, these giants robots. Um, if you don't know what a tokusatsu is, <laughs> where where have um, you been? I had yeah. Uh, it's actually a live action film or TV drama that that makes heavy use of special effects. Often it's a sci-fi, fantasy, or a horror uh, Japanese show. So that's what that is. Uh, <clears throat> this line it came in three different sizes. You had a twenty-four inch plastic size, uh, three and a half inch diecast metal, and a five inch diecast metal, uh, which was a little more detailed. Um, so having lost uh, some market share in 1975 to Kenner's $6 million man and then Hasbro's 12-inch G.I. Joe, uh, Mattel figured their big gym line wasn't big enough, uh, so they started importing these giant robots into the U.S. market. Um, and then over, um, over in Japan, these robots were stars of their own cartoons. Um, and then Mattel, when they brought it over here, they didn't want to get bogged down with each one's story. Because uh, each one was from a different cartoon or anime or show or something, uh, <clears throat> and so they they didn't want to get bogged down with the, the story of each of them because they wanted them all in one line. Uh, so they bunched them up under uh, one uh, one name called Shogun Warriors. Um, it's sim similar to how uh, I know we talked about this with Transformers when Hasbro brought Transformers over. Um, you had multiple lines that they brought in from from Bandai, it was Bandai as well, um, and they kind of conglomerated all together into one line, and then made up a whole another story to go with each each uh, with the whole toy line instead of um, individual ones. So uh, let's see. So the the twenty four inch line, uh, they, these were plastic and manufactured by Poppy, uh, which was a subsidiary of Bandai. Uh, they were also called Jumbo uh, Machinders. Uh, the, these were the first figures to hit the U.S. Uh, Did you say Machinders? Wait. Machinders. That sounds like something Dad would say. Like, if he was <laughs> trying to say the Machinders or something. Yeah. That just sounds like something he would say. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh So, uh, but that's, that's what they called this. Uh, what's the name of this 24-inch line? Uh, jumbo machinders uh so the these the first figures to hit the u.s were dragon um right in and then great mazinger or mazinga uh which is not a bazinga but a mazinga uh <laughs> these had limited action uh, pretty much just the shoulders moved uh so they didn't have any other uh, articulation just just like i said just the shoulders the arms moved up and down <clears throat> but they made up with with uh, the weapons that came on these things. Uh, most of them were sharp, hard plastic pieces. Um, each figure had its own unique weapons that were powered by spring mechanisms. Uh, now we we did speak about this before, as early as our Star Wars uh, show, our uh, episode four, with uh, things like this from the late seventies, uh, with the Boba Fett figure that got mm -hmm. got redone so it doesn't shoot the missile. Uh, so the, the features ultimately was the downfall of the line by 1980 uh, due to safety concerns. 
is what it is. So, uh, so that was with the whole line. Now, even the three and a half to, and five inch lines also had had uh, things that that sh that would propel off their arms or their fists or something would shoot out. Um, so, <clears throat> the three and a half to five inch line uh, arrived in in 1978 uh, with Bandai's uh, Shogaten line. Uh, being brought over by Mattel in their uh, in their they had figures and vehicles in this line, the smaller line. So there was uh, so 1978. There was six figures that were introduced. You had the Combatra, Dragon, Guy King, uh, Grandizer or Grandizer, and then the Great Mazinga, and then Poseidon was also released in 78. And then four more. Uh, were added in 1979. You had Dangard, Leopardon, uh, which was in the Japanese toy line. It was part of the Japanese Spider-Man series. So Leopardon was part of that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then two others, which was uh, Voltus 5, and then 17, which was also known as Brain 17. So, um, And then by 1980. Uh, the five-inch line was gone, but the three-and-a-half-inch figures lasted through the 1980. Um, so, going back to the 24-inch line, the Jumbo Machinders, um, there was five different, uh, five different of these uh, figures of these. So, you had Mazinga. Uh, he came with two swords, uh, lots of missiles that that shot from his hand. Uh, he had a launching fist. Uh he was actually a comic book hero in Japan, so that's where he came from, the comic books. There was two different versions. One came with a de detachable brain ship, ship that, uh, and then a pointed chest emblem. The, the brain ship actually came out of his head and flew around. You could fly it yeah. around. Uh, and then the second version, the, the brain ship didn't come, from, come out of his head. It was, just, it was still part of his head. And then uh, the, it was a softer chest logo, so it wasn't as pointy. Uh, Guy King... Uh, he had two shooting missiles in his chest that uh, that would launch out with the button in his back. You'd hit it and it would shoot it, shoot it forward. Um, he also had a launching right forearm. <clears throat> uh, Diamos, uh, he features a shooting fist and two puffy rockets on his calves uh, due to due to child safety. Uh, this was actually the last to hit the U.S. Uh, that's why he was already, by the time he hit the U.S., he was already under the child safety stuff. Uh, and Dragon, um, he had a shuriken launcher, which were actually throwing stars. So you would put the stars in them and press the button, and it would just shoot the stars out. Uh, and then he had, he also launches axes from his left arm. So you can, you put it in his little arm, you press the button, and it would shoot the axe across the, the room or whatever. Uh, these axes were often mistaken for the He-Man axes as well. Uh, they were about the same size as, as He-Man's. Uh, let's see. Then there was Ray Dean. Ray Dean. Ray Dean. Um, he was actually from the Japanese robot comics. Uh, he was from comic books as well. Uh, he had a launching left forearm and five spring-loaded uh, planes that launched out of his out of his chest. Um, and I looked at this, they actually looked like little airplanes that shot out of his chest, which was kind of weird. I don't know why they didn't have stars or something like that, but it was airplanes. Um, there was a variation of Ray Dean, uh, that was equipped with a yellow bow, which was actually what his character had. The comic books was a yellow bow. 
um, instead of the two-handed axe that was on that he had. Uh, but it was only sold in Europe, so it's a European only version. The uh, get into the five-inch line. Uh, this consisted of uh, four diecast warriors. Had different versions of the the four were released. Later versions had functionality as features features were dropped. Uh, the second and third versions were are not as valuable. Um, they did uh, the the less functionality had to do with the safety concerns. <clears throat> so you had Great Mazinga Raider, Dragon, and Poseidon that were in that five inch line, and then they had a two in one Shogun Warriors, which were similar to. Uh, these were some of the, the first transforming robots to be marketed in the U.S. Uh, although the transformations and alternate modes were lacking, uh, these could be considered predecessors for transformers or GoBots. Um, so you actually kind of, they wouldn't really transform. You, you can kind of take them apart and reassemble them to, to be something different. Uh, so you had Ray Dean. Um, he was a woman because he, he had his bow on that one. And he turned into a bird. Guy King was a robot, uh, was a samurai, and he changed into a robot skull. I don't know what skull would do, but that's what he changed into. And then Dan Guard, um, he was a fighter, and then he turned into a flying wing, which kind of looked like a flying spaceship or something. Uh, uh, Deimos was a samurai swordsman, and then he turned into a rocket launcher. And then Voltus 5. Um, he was a fighting robot and he turned into a tank. So, and then there was a, the three inch line. Uh, this was called the collector series Shogun Warriors. They were very basic, no real features on them. Um, I think that if they had any, I think one of them had shooting fists. That was it. Uh, so there were two different releases in this. Release one um, had Com Combatro and then Great Mazinga, Dragon. Grandizer, Guy King, and Poseidon. And then the next year, they released four more, which was Dan Guard, Leopoldon, Voltus 5, and 17. I think I said that earlier on that other one. So, um, Many of these figures, the three-inch figures, were later released in the mini uh, Godaikins line, uh, which came out in the early 80s for Bandai. Uh, these had no differences other than the stamps. It was stamped with type Taiwan instead of Japan, and then they came with metallic type decals. So, um, kind of be careful if you're collecting these. Be careful which ones you get. Uh, like I said, the ones from Taiwan were the later releases from the '80s from Bandai, and then if you get the Japanese, this was the the earlier ones for for this Shogun Warriors line. So, um, <clears throat> also Mattel kind of started bringing in um, vehicles. And if you kind of look at the vehicles, they all have, uh, none of them look like they would fit in with this line. They're just kind of odd looking, oddball looking vehicles. Um, they were inspired. They wanted it because they were inspired by Amigo's Micronauts line. Uh, they, they released several crazy vehicles under the Shogun name. Uh, many of these are re-released of Japan sold toys marketed by Toho. Um, now Toho was the one that owned uh, Godzilla and that line, mm -hmm. uh, and and we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Um, most were from TV shows in Japan called Kyodane and Go Ranger. Uh, these had many 
launching and firing parts. So, uh, so you had a Danguard launcher, uh, which was a spaceship. Uh, Skyjet was a bird-looking jet. Uh, you had the Vertilift. Uh, it was a jet with arms that fired projectiles and then had helicopter-type propellers on it. Um, Veritank, it was a tank-looking uh, vehicle with arms and claws on top, um, kind of like that would kind of reach out and grab, grab things. And then there was the Cargosaur, which was a robotic-type dinosaur, kind of looks like a uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, maybe. Uh, then you had uh, the Bazolar, which was a Triceratop-looking tank. Uh, Dymos truck, which was a space vehicle resembling an 18-wheeler type, type truck. Had a truck and a trailer. Uh, something you might see like that on the moon or something like that. Um, then you had Helicaptor. Uh, was similar to kind of like the Avengers Quinjet uh, with the small Jeep vehicle that, that came out of it. <clears throat> that one is actually a pretty cool looking uh, piece there. And then uh, there was a jet car. There was It was a jet with uh, a front that looks like a Chinese dragon. It's kind of what it looks like to me. You know, if you're looking at watching a Chinese uh, parade or something, a little dragon that, that swirls with multiple people underneath it, the, the front of this looks just like a dragon from, from one of those. Yeah. Um, then there was Condar, which was a pterodactyl-looking jet. Uh, Nessar, which is a robot, brontosaur-looking one. Um, there was Rydoto, which was a spaceship. Uh, Shigon Jet was a jet fighter. Shigon Tank was a tank with a drill. Um, and then there was Sky Arrow, which was a jet. And then Labe, I guess how you say that, L-I-A-B-E. Um, it was kind of, looked kind of like a flying fortress. That's what it kind of looks like. Uh, uh, so that's uh, that's all the vehicles. Um, I don't know if you've got a picture of those, Andrew, to, to post up there. But I don't. I don't have a picture right now. I'm going to try to find some. So, I got. Um, hold on. Let me. I got a I picture here. Let me. Okay. I couldn't find any really good ones. I was. I was looking. I couldn't find any really yeah. good ones that I like to to show. Kind of hard to find pictures of on. Yeah. yeah, so this is most of the vehicles that I said here. Um, yeah, they're just kind of weird looking. Like most of them are dinosaur looking vehicles, and some of them are like spaceship looking vehicles. Um, I guess they can kind of tie in, but none of the figures that are on in the line actually fit in these things or anything like that. They're about the same size as the figures, so I don't know. I guess it's just something that you can just play with with your figures side by side, but yeah, the, yeah. and they're I mean, all weird looking things, you know. Just the the imagination of some of these Japanese uh, designers, toy designers, back in the '60s and '70s was was pretty cool. They just came up with all kinds of stuff, uh, and I mean, you can see the 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 detail of some of the dinosaur dragon looking ones, you know, because because you know the Toho. Stuff was was big back in that day with Godzilla and and the the monsters from that line. Uh, you could see some of the influence on some of these with that. So the interesting thing here is you've got robots that can fly, I assume, mm -hmm. and they yeah. have vehicles. Yeah, it's it's like we we talked about this this the Superman car. Mm -hmm. 
at one point. Why does Superman? Yeah, why does Superman need a car? Yeah. Yeah. He can run faster than almost anybody than except for Flash. Like he can fly. Why does he need a car? Yeah. And Wonder Woman, why does she need her jet? She can fly. Mm -hmm. And I understand at some point she can't fly, but she lassos the I don't know how, but you know, Mm -hmm. the the clouds and but why does she need a jet? I don't know. Uh, but you know, going back to you know, Mattel bringing us over and just conglomerating everything into one line, uh, just different, you know, they're pulling from different Japanese toy lines to make one U.S. line, one North American line. Um, they did, uh, we talked about uh, Godzilla in our Godzilla episode, um, that he was actually. When, they, when Mattel brought him over, he was inputted into the Shogun Warriors, although mm-hmm. he's not a robot or anything like that. It's the 24-inch one. Um, actually, I think Godzilla was was 19-inch, uh, so he's a little bit shorter than the than the Shogun Warriors, but he's the one where the tongue would stick out, and then he had rollers on his feet, and he would roll, um, but it, you had a little lever on the back, and and the tongue, well, actually, it wasn't really a tongue. It was it looked like fire coming out of his mouth. That, yeah. It, it was shaped like a tongue sticking out. So, and his um, fist would shoot off. Yeah, and he had, he had his face, <laughs> fist would shoot, too. Um, then they also had Rod- Rodan in this line as well. Mattel brought this. He was a 24-inch. Uh, it was kind of like a, a puppet thing because you can put your hand in his back and make his mouth move open and shut and his wings would flap. You can get his wings to flap as well. So, um, but the, the big selling point of this line was, and they hit it pretty good at, at, in 77 when they brought them out, these out, cause it was right before, um, right before star Wars was coming out. Cause 77, uh, that, that Christmas holiday, you know, Star Wars had trouble putting out figures. They just had you buy this cardboard thing, and then you, later you get shipped the figures. Um, so Star Wars hadn't come out. Um, and so kids that, that like sci-fi type things, they were they either had to choose between Shogun Warriors or, or the, the Micronauts from Mego. Uh, these were, it was kind of what they're, and these were the big ones. Micronauts were small. And mm-hmm. I've got a couple over here. They're, they're only a couple inches tall, and they look like marionette puppet type things. But yeah, you picked those up in a blind or in a bag, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, a bunch of other did. stuff. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can reach one here. Kick my transformers. Um. Yeah, they just kind of. Yeah. yeah, there's a micronaut there. So that's what. Uh, kids have either that that little thing there, or they can get a twenty-four inch, two foot tall robot to and, play with. And that's actually shot missiles and uh, and all kinds of things. And the projectiles went like they weren't just something they were like. Doo. No, no they actually were, shot. There, there was these probably before, a good reason for these to the, like be taken off. Yeah, these were before <laughs> the safety things, and they made sure that when you shot it, it would shoot. Yeah, it shot, a few shot across the room. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't. It wasn't just kind of peter out. It would shoot across the room. So let's so. let's talk about pricing because I know we have prices. Um, John found them for us. Uh, John, so, what did you tell us? What you found? 
so I was kind of researching and I got into the series catalogs and I kind of finally pulled up one from 1977. It was the Sears wish book catalog. And uh, I was kind of just looking through trying to see if I can find pictures of them. And I actually came across two and it's the 24 inch, uh, Mazinger and Radon. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right. <laughs> uh, not really sure, but, uh, they had them. And seventy-seven in the catalog for ten ninety-four. Ten dollars and ninety-four cents for a twenty-four inch figure. Yeah, that's I'd pay that. <laughs> I'd pay that in a heartbeat now, guaranteed. Let's look at inflation. So ten dollars and ninety-four cents in nineteen seventy-seven. That's forty-nine dollars and twenty-eight cents today. Guess what? Still worth it. I'd still pay it. Yeah, I think they were. I mean, two foot tall. Come on. Yeah, I mean. I mean, the only, the only downside on those is they're they're all plastic. It's right. just just hollow plastic things. But like I said, you had all the the weapons that shot, and it was a it was a big figure. So yeah. I mean, I got Voltron here, who's sixteen inches. Mm-hmm. I got all five pieces. If you put them all five together, it was it was probably about sixty to seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, guaranteed, these are not just hollow plastic. Right. right. I was gonna say, and it moves more than just the it arm moves. Door. It moves a little bit more. Yeah. But but I will say, like, I mean, you're talking about something that's that's a little bigger than this guy, and uh, the artwork is pretty cool. I like the figures, the the molds, and everything. Are they're all different, and it's you know, it's just it's cool. Yeah, they all look. They all different. Uh, the way they look, shapes, and and yeah. I mean, they're all 24 inches, but like I said, they're all, they all look different. Yeah. You know, I was surprised when, cause I know we started talking about, we were going to do this episode and then I was looking at it as trying to figure out which line it was. And then I saw it was a Mattel and I was surprised it was a Mattel. I just, it's not, if I looked at this, I wouldn't be like, Hey, those are Mattel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but you got to remember that it is actually Bandai that, that, that they leased over. You know? Right. It's like Transformers are Bandai, but they slapped Hasbro on them when they brought them to the U.S. Right. I, I like – this is a picture of the Combatra deluxe set box, mm-hmm. you know, and this is one that you've kind of got to put together or whatever. His arms bend. His knee, I think his knees bend a little bit too. Yeah, this one's similar to like Voltron you got where it has five different uh, pieces that put that- – Put together to make one robot yeah yeah and these are actually this is a die cast one too so this yeah and that's the only that's the only one that does that uh, all the rest of them are all single robots yeah yeah so this is actually pretty cool i like this guy um combining to make a robot see and so this is the smaller ones because you combine him he's only a foot tall mm-hmm. so right. he would actually be a little smaller than Voltron <laughs> over here but i mean i don't know and uh the logo, like everything about this is like 70s and awesome to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's great. So what what else do you have on these guys, Michael? Anything else? Is that it? No, that's 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 basically it. The basic the, the line there. Um like I said, each one, I could have gone a little more into history, but we've been here forever talking about each one's history. Because they all come from different spots. Some some were comic books, some were from anime, some were from TV shows. And they all had their own lines in, uh, in Japan. And, you know, like I said, Mattel went and picked and chose these 
certain ones that said we're just gonna put these all in one group, sell them as Shogun Warriors. So, which I think is kind of cool. I, I just I don't know. These are just the fact that they're still doing it. Let's talk about that. Let's move on into today and how yeah, this is still this is doing something. Things. Yeah, we we already decided to talk about this. We had this lined up and everything for talk about this lineup. And then something pops up that I think Andrew is about to show up. Show yes. Us. So yeah. the, this is this is just one of them. I'll scroll up here. Um, there's the two of them. So you see the black one. You see the gold and black one. These are Skeletor, um, and they are. Um, it's Mattel, and they're Shogun Masters. What they've done, mm -hmm. and there, there's a colored one version of of Skeletor too. I, I thought I had the link up, but it I was yeah, it was the Skeletor colors, the blue yeah. and purple colors, Norm, yeah. normal colors. Um, mm -hmm. But these and these went on sale earlier this week. Um, I wish I would have gotten one, but for three hundred, I, I don't know. Um, oh, here's a here's a picture of the regular <laughs> one. So, um, and you can see the size of this guy. Like he's a good size figure. Mm -hmm. Works awesome. works well with these originals that they've got here in this photo. Um, yeah, he's got got the Skeletor and the two originals next to it. Yeah, yeah, and this is just amazing that they're they're still doing these. Like, and I've heard that there's others that are kind of being mentioned that that could be coming. You know, when they started this Mattel Creations, um, I kind of started looking into it <clears throat> with the Hot Wheels side of it and Matchbox side, um, and they've got some pretty cool. Uh, things coming down the, the line with this Mattel creations. They're kind of mixing in some old stuff like this with new stuff. Um, Lots of new, you know, although uh, he may, you know, masters universe is, is older as well, but they're kind of mixing them and, and coming up with a new line. Yeah. And, you know, you no know, masters universe has been all the new re-releases -re here lately has come back to the forefront of, of pop culture again. So the other, the other side of this that I would like to see in a version of this, and I think it would work so well together, and I know Hasbro um, has their own figure for this, but a Sentinel mm -hmm. from, from X-Men. This is like perfect for a Sentinel. <coughs> Put it in those colors and everything. Now, Hasbro has their own big one that's from the Legends series. And I believe that's the one that uh, Jeremy from the SDS guys backed. And I and if it is, it's like they're huge. They're like 26 inches. Uh, I can't wait to see a picture of those. But that Sentinel would be great for this. I, I, just the line. I think it works. So, um, all right. Let's take a look at our rankings. We do need to rank these guys. You just got to get the window to where it'll share here. Here we go. Oh, so we are. Let's look at the last thing that we that we ranked, which was guard, uh, Golden Girl, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, <laughs> sorry, Golden Girl and the Guardians of the Gemstones, not Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> um, so I don't think guys, Star Lord take too kindly of being called Golden Girl. So right. I mean, <laughs> if Star Lord was hanging out with Betty White, he might have a different. Maybe so, yeah. Might be a little different. Um, <laughs> yeah. So those are we we rank those way low because, um, you know, I, I I think that would have been better if they would have just made the 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 castle or the the fortress and in something better. So yeah, I I kind of liked. That. I thought it was cool, but not quite cool enough. So, all right, where do you guys uh where do you guys rank these at, Michael? 
I, I like these. I, I, let's see. Where do I want to? I, I just, I, I just automatically, I, I automatically scroll up to the top so you can look at your top ten because that's why. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd place them at number seven there, running the Thundercats. All right, John. I was gonna say right under Thundercats too, because that's uh seems to be I think I'd put them right underneath them. Which so would number, be at number seven? Number seven. <laughs> I'm going number eight because I'm keeping my right hand and Andy. <laughs> but right underneath Thundercats, but also underneath Raggedy Ann and Andy. Um because I think these are cool. I think we obviously didn't have any of these. So we yeah. don't have we don't have we're not ranking them that way. I want to remind everybody. We're not ranking these things based off of, I mean, our love for different things is going to go into play, but because we didn't have everything, you know, we look at yeah. and these, the, no, these the were around for, everything. for four years. And, uh, actually, I, you know, I was born in 77. So it was, and if, if by the time with all the safety and stuff, taking away the <clears> weapons <throat> on them, it was just the downfall of the, the, the line. So, why sell things that that was meant to shoot projectiles and you can't do it so by 1980 it it, it went away last year yeah so 1980 was last year and by the time i got old enough to to play with some big toys like that um you know it was already gone so you had you uh, had trucks to play with yeah so (laughs) but uh yeah it's just yeah, I, I'd like to would like to have probably play with these if if they stayed around a little longer. But and if they had uh, another thing that would have been made them even more popular is is if the U.S. had like a cartoon version of it or whatever. Or if they did bring over some of the the lore and stuff of these figures from uh, Japan, but it would have been so much confusing because they're all from different different aspects. And, and it would have been hard. They'd have to come up with their own storyline for them. Yeah, I, I think they would have had to like redo these um, like lore and stuff. Like if they had a, a good show or something behind it, kind of like they did with Power Rangers. Like mm-hmm. you take part of what is there from, from over there and bring it over, but then you've got to add your own little thing to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, like they did with Power Rangers. So, but yeah, these are actually cool little figures, or I guess cool big figures, you know. Just well, uh, most of them were little, but they had the big ones. Yeah, yeah. I would want a. I think I would want a large one. Um, I would, and, and even even by time Star Wars started hitting, started showing up more in shelves in '78. You know, they had the three and a half, the five inch line that would fit in pretty good with your Star Wars figures. You know. Yeah. And yeah. kind of space robots with your space with your droids or whatever, you know? So, yeah, I, I just happen to have enough little figures. I would want some larger ones to go to mix in, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. So, um, all right. Well, um, that, that's, uh, I think that's, that's a pretty good episode about Shogun Warriors. So I think we're good to wrap John. You want to uh, let everybody know where they can find us again before I go through all the other shout outs. All right, so you can check us out on our website at toyruinpodcast.com or you can check us out at our uh, crossthestreamsmedia.com with them. Uh, You can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Look us up on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. It's all Toy Rewind Pod. Uh, Facebook and YouTube, Toy Rewind Podcast. 
and then just keep up with all of our lives and stuff as we do stuff opening up stuff doing our collector showcases with the geek together channel and then of course check out the podcast uh or the yeah the podcast bingo.com backslash toy run rewind and play a little bingo while you're listening to us yep play some bingo um john mentioned across the streams media there with part of our partnership that we have with them um so go check out across the streams media.com and you can listen to all of our podcasts there uh, mm-hmm. along with uh, all of our social links, all the different things. You can leave us a, um, a review. You can send us a message, a voice message. Uh, by the way, I sent a voice message to the Dortsman um, the other day, and it was an angry voice message because I was listening to them, and um, Nate was going to say something about hockey, and Joey cut him off, and he never got around to say it. And I was—I sent him a, a, a voicemail. I was like, "Don't ever cut Nate off if he's talking about hockey." Like, <laughs> or I told him I was going to cut them off. Like, I will make sure they disappear. Nobody's going to know. So, um, you can do that. You can send us voice messages. Let us know what toys you'd want us to talk about or anything like that. So check that, check it out there. Um, while you're there, you can check out the Dorksmen. The SDS guys, secondary heroes, three beers and a mic, the Movie Gap podcast, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast, Front Row Negative, The Art of the Boar, and Bearing Ain't Easy. Uh, lots of good stuff there. I've been listening to the Movie Gap a lot lately. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot there to catch up on. So, and I've just been pin or like in pecking, getting like episodes that I've seen the movies um, and things, and just listening. It's a lot of fun. Those guys they're pretty crazy. So I've been enjoying that. I, I've been stuck listening to uh, the figure booth is who I've been listening to. And they're not on cross streams, but it's Nate, Nate. Uh, yeah. Nate, who is on STS guys as the figure booth uh, with yeah. prime to the first Josh there. And it's, that's pretty good. If, if you're a figure guy, um, you know, they talk about a lot of about figure photography as well. That's what Nate does. Um, Josh builds little, dioramas and stuff as well um, but they talk about different figure lines uh neca and uh mezco and the uh gi joe the hasbro line and and stuff like that um the uh marvel legends and stuff uh but uh to me all that kind of translates into the diecast side of things too because mm-hmm. everything that they have issues with I see it on the diecast side too. So, um, but that's they're they're a good listen to, uh, do a really good job. Uh, like I said, Nate is also part of the STS guys, which is also part of Cross the Strange Media. Um, so they're really good. Um, um, I've listened to uh, the uh, was it Burt Reynolds, the the Burt Reynolds uh, Charles Bronson Charles Bronson one. Uh, I've listened to a couple of the Burt Reynolds uh, ones where they talk about. Yeah, and it's just movies they talk about that have those those actors in them. So it's it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm just so behind on podcasts. I've been like, I, I try to add something in, and it's hard to do. Yeah, I know John's behind also. Um, I'm way behind. I, I'm not here to say what I've been to. I've been keeping up. I just I'm a little behind on a couple of them because they talked about Shang Chi, and yeah. I haven't seen Shang Chi yet. So as soon as I watch that, I'll catch up with those. So yeah. So and that's that's when I when I'm not caught up with something, I try and I, that puts me behind. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, I don't. So. I, I, I kind of want to go into, and I don't know much about Shang Chi. I'm going into it kind of blind, not knowing much about that, it. So besides watching the first trailer to kind of get an idea of what it was about. 
I think that's um, all I've seen that's, is that first that's, trailer. That's all I saw going into it. Mm-hmm. And I had heard that it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I totally recommend it. It's a great movie. And I think I mentioned you, Andrew, or John might have been there, uh, that it's, it reminds me of uh, Black Panther. You know, they're going in and I'm hearing great reviews about it, but it's a movie and a character that nobody really knows about. And it wasn't really high on everybody's list, but just as soon as some people started watching it, they started getting really good reviews. And so this is a great movie, and it kept building and building and building. And you know how, how big Black Panther got. So it was yeah. it's an awesome movie. I, I, I love Black Panther. So And the uh, there's a lot of good like throw-ins with Shang-Chi as like – some of the actors that were in older Japanese mm-hmm. movies, Chinese movies and stuff, and did that fighting. And, and there, there are scenes where they kind of meet up again and it's the same kind of thing. Oh, cool. um, and those aren't even, that's not even like spoilers. It's just, and it's just things that they threw in to kind of throw back to older movies that have nothing to do with Marvel or anything like that. It's just kind of this is those Kung Fu movies from the yeah. 60s and 70s, you know. Yeah, and I didn't even know about some of those until I listened to uh, the mm-hmm. CS guys mentioned it, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's pretty cool." So, yeah. the the movie's great. Um, go see it; you get a chance. Um, we went saw it. It was weird to be in a theater, to be honest. <laughs> like, we went and saw Black Widow in the Panther in, in the theaters. Black Widow. Uh, we saw Black <laughs> Widow in the theaters, and it was just us and like six other people in the whole theater. So yeah, that's not happening for Shang Chi, Michael. If you go see it in the theater, you, there's it's going to be. We usually go early morning. We we're usually there before lunchtime and watch. Yeah, it so you're, time you're... we're getting out at lunch and yeah, and it's we try not to go during busy times. All right, well we need to wrap it up. So let's. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about, Shogun Warriors? No, it's pretty good, pretty cool line. If you find, uh, if you can find some of these in decent shape, the big twenty-four inch line ones. If, um, yeah. if you're they a collector or whatever, uh, if you can find one for a good price, I, I, I'd pick it up just, just because it's if, pretty cool. I've I've and been hard to find. Yeah. So, it, and these actually got played with quite a bit, so it's kind of hard to find one that's in right. good shape. Um, uh, John, next time we do an episode that has names like this, remind me we need to bring somebody on to help Michael with uh, how to pronounce things. You know, yeah, just to make sure, just to make sure we get things right. You know, since the Japanese names, is, I, yeah. I'm from I'm from East Texas. I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to make sure we get anything right. I don't want to you know upset anything because we say something wrong or anything like that. So yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, then this has been episode fifty-five. 55. Yes. 55. We talked about Shogun Warriors. It was a good episode. Lots Can't of fun stuff here. So. 55. Okay. <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. Are you done? All right. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this. So um, hopefully you do too. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. We have a lot of things um, on the list, but we also want to do some things that you guys want to hear. So hit us up on our social medias. Um, and uh, on behalf if you of miss our Toy cat, or for, if you miss our toy box showcase, you can always go back and watch it on on YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Go check that out on YouTube. So, uh, all right. Well, on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind Podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com.
This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.